do you ever find that you start avoiding situations where you might feel anxious or stressed? Sometimes we start to feel afraid of fear itself or afraid of anxiety or just doing what we can to avoid stressful situations. And as a result, sometimes we miss out on opportunities that could make our life more fulfilling. Today, we're going to be talking about an approach to this, which is called acceptance and commitment therapy. And if you'd like to find out more about how to improve your relationships, head over to therelationshipmaze.com. And before you listen to this podcast, please make sure you subscribe so you can listen to each episode. Hi, and welcome to today's podcast. And today we're going to be talking about acceptance and commitment therapy. So a slightly different approach to how we can work with feelings and experiences in life. Yeah, and it's a therapy that I'm really not a therapeutic approach that I'm really not that familiar with at all. So I'm going to be quizzing Tom today, who's who's done a little bit more reading up on this particular approach, and we see where we go. Yeah, and I think it's a it's a really different approach. So basically, some of the reach of acceptance and commitment therapy have come from CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy, and this is what might be called a fourth wave of cognitive behavioral therapy. But I think one of the things that uh, many people experience in life is we all have dreams. And right now, do you can you think as you're listening right now? Do you have any dreams in life? that maybe you haven't achieved, or maybe sometimes you thought it'd be really great to have in your life, but you've never taken action on because there might be anxiety involved, there might be negative emotions. And so what you do is you end up taking those steps towards achieving those goals because you know that some of those steps would be stressful, anxious-making, or give you negative emotions. So you end up avoiding facing the, taking those actions because of those potential negative emotions that we experience. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. I mean, I'm, I'm just thinking what, what I would be uh, aiming for and what's getting in the way. I'm sure I could come up with some examples. Yeah, Yeah, and I've worked with many people. Myself, I can remember years and years ago, I used to really admire people who did public speaking and kind of would get up in front of a stage, a room full of people, uh, and kind of just talk and really engage people. And I thought, I'd love to be able to do that but I was too frightened to do it. Mm. And I put it off for a long time. And a lot of it goes back to like school time where you know, if, we get, if in school you get up in front of the class and talk, you probably kind of get ridiculed by a lot of the class. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's sort of all these underlying belief systems that come in then, don't they? Like, yeah. Oh, I can't do this. Everyone's going to think I'm, I haven't got anything interesting to say, etc. They're all going to think I'm ridiculous. Yeah, yeah I, and, I and so at that. school, eh, you, you would kind of get those kind of feedback from people because yeah. some of the kids were a bit nasty at my school. Yeah. So it was the same thing. Nobody enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, and that kind of carried through after I left school. Uh, and it was only through beginning to face those feelings and just thinking, well, actually, I really want to do this, uh, that I found a way through that. Because the more I avoided it, the more intense the fear would get. Mm. In fact, the longer I put it off, the more I find, actually, no, I really can't do this. And I see this with lots of people that I've worked with, mm. is the longer they put something off because of some of those potential negative emotions they're experiencing in taking action, mm. the, the, the more likely they are to put it off because it reinforces itself. Mm. Yeah, and it's interesting. It's this sort of uh, this fear of the fear idea. I mean, I can relate to that also in terms of, I think I've mentioned this in a previous episode, I've got this absolute fear of going to the dentist because I've had bad experiences in my childhood, it was always very painful when I went to the dentist. And actually, in recent years, when I go to the dentist, it's been absolutely fine, really absolutely fine, hasn't hurt, it was good. 
Uh, I haven't had any bad experiences. But as soon as I know I have to go to the dentist, this old feeling comes up. And partly because I can remember how uh, fearful I was uh, in previous situations. I remember fainting once in the dentist, uh, in the dentist surgery. And that's what I still recall when I think about going to the dentist, more so than recalling actually sitting in the dentist chair. So it's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I think what you talked about being fearful, and mm. we mentioned this in a previous episode, maybe in the last episode, was, you know, fear, it's a natural, natural response, mm. you know, if there's a threat. Now, originally, centuries ago, that might have been a threat like a wild animal coming to attack us. And so naturally, our body goes into this fear response. And fear response is very much in the moment. You know, we have physiological shifts that prepare us for danger, to fight, to run away, or even to freeze if we have to. So we have that natural response that kicks in. So fear is a natural response. And we need it to survive, right? It uh, serves we, as well yeah, in well, many that, situations. Yeah, absolutely. But there are certain things today that we experience that same response to, but they're not life-threatening, mm. but we experience it in a similar way. And something that's quite a phenomenon more in the Western world is what we've done is we've associated that, uh, we te- that one of the good things we can do, or one thing we can do is just escape these situations. Mm. So it's easier to escape. Now, it's not just a situation, but we try to escape the feeling of the fear itself. So what we learn is like, well, like when we're younger, you know, say you're not feeling good, we might think, well, OK, well, it's OK to miss school or it's OK to miss work for a day mm. because I'm not feeling good. Yeah. Um, so we associate that actually, you know, this is a strategy. We can just avoid it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And avoidance is a natural response to being fearful, right? Yeah, absolutely. If, something, if, if there's an experience that you don't like, the best thing to do is, is to try to avoid it. Yeah, and in some ways we've, we've got the luxury of being able to do that um, because, you know, in, in other areas of the world, you know, we don't have that luxury of not feeling well, you have to keep going. Mm. I mean, I know that, you know, having been self-employed for most of my life mm. uh, though, and running my own business, I'd have to be there like 24-7. If I was ill, even if I had a temperature, I'd turn up, I'd have to kind of try to get my temperature down because if I missed that day, I was going to potentially impact my business. So for me, you know, a lot of my life was, I just couldn't avoid it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Good. So what about ACT then? We talked about acceptance and commitment therapy. What has it got to offer to the uh, or to our understanding around uh, fear, anxiety, stress. We talked about stress the last two episodes. Where does ACT come in here? Well, in, in terms of dealing with stress, because we're going to focus a little bit on stress and anxiety, mm-hmm. again, it's one of the things that, you know, there are some things in life we can control, but there are some things that we can't control. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for example, if you don't like your chair in your room, like a chair over there, which I know you can't see just now if you're listening to this, uh, well, you could just kind of chuck it out or you could give it away mm-hmm. and you can get rid of it. Yeah. So some things in life we have control over, some things we, we might not like. Mm-hmm. But things like feelings, we don't have control over. We can't just say, okay, I'm going to throw this feeling in the skip. I'm going to kind of like give this feeling away. It doesn't work. We can't do that with feeling. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, some people might have learned some ways of trying to regulate it, mm-hmm. uh, which can work to an extent, but, yeah. you know, that can require a lot of effort. But what tends to happen is people have learned you can either avoid it, you can suppress it, you can try and regulate it. Uh, but something that we rarely do is just think, well, actually accept that it's there and actually still move towards what we want. Hmm. But that's really difficult, isn't it, when it's a feeling that we don't like? It is really difficult with a feeling that we don't like. And I think one of the keys, again, is that, you know, it's, it's learned to accept that there are things that we experience that maybe we don't like, but it doesn't mean that we can't 
keep going in the things that are important in life with those feelings mm. uh, and what because what we tend to do is like um and uh, there's a metaphor i haven't got it quite right here but this metaphor was used in act for those words reading uh, recently was you can imagine on a map there's for example a mountain of hope a mountain of desires and you're kind of traveling along this journey to this mountain of your dreams or your desires mm. the things you really want but what happens is along the way, there's a little looping path of anxiety. Mm-hmm. So we start experiencing this anxiety. And what we do is you try and suppress it. We try and kind of avoid the feeling. So we get caught up in this loop. So instead of actually focusing on where we want to go, we're focused on, I don't want to feel this bad feeling. I need to deal with this anxiety. I need to manage it. I need to avoid it. And what happens is we lose sight of where we're really going, what is really important in life. So in terms of um, acceptance and commitment therapy, a really important part is keeping sight of what's really important to you in life. And even though we may experience some feelings that we don't like, some things that you know, we might like to get rid of, you know, we can't control them. You know, we might be able to regulate them. But in some ways in, in acceptance and commitment therapy, that can be seen as a uh, it's counterproductive as well because we if we spend too much energy trying to regulate trying to control trying to manage that energy takes us away from the things that are really important in life and many people don't do the things in life that are really important to them mm-hmm. because they're putting so much energy in trying to manage these feelings that they don't enjoy or avoid yeah. these feelings but is that possible can you kind of get away from those feelings can you manage to just accept them yeah, and I think there's two things you said, which is, well, can you get away from them? The idea is not getting away from them. Right, okay. Yeah, so it's a little bit like, um, and there's another metaphor in that some people in acceptance and commitment therapy use of a finger trap, where you get these little finger traps for kind of, I think they got from Christmas cracker gifts. And you put your fingers into the trap, and what you do is you try and escape, and the more you pull against them, the stronger the trap gets, and you feel it like really enclosing in your fingers, and suddenly you feel, I can't get out of it. Interesting. So it's a bit like this sort of this this idea of when you're drowning or when you're in a when you're in a swamp. Say you're in a swamp. The more you kind of move and fight the sinking in the swamp, the more you're like the more likely you're going to drown. That's sort of yeah. Concept. That's a that's a good idea. Yeah. The more yeah. you're kind of using your hands trying to escape, okay. you're actually avoid you're kind of making things worse. Whereas mm-hmm. you could be using your hands for something else. Right. Uh, and that's one of the things as well is that mm-hmm. you know the idea is you get so absorbed in the struggle of fighting the bad feeling right. using your hands and feet and trying to kind of struggle against it yeah. that in fact what happens is you've got you've got no ability to use your hands and feet to move in a direction that might be more positive so like it's a finger trap if you push your fingers together mm. what you do is you actually make more space and you free yourself from this trapped feeling mm. so you're creating more space and more freedom of movement Interesting. So yeah. essentially what some of the principles are is trying to make space for some of these things like anxiety, like stress, accepting they might be there, but learning how to kind of have these there at the same time as moving towards what we really want. So it's about making mm-hmm. more space and it's about finding a way to feel more compassionate and more accepting. And this is a really tricky thing. Mm-hmm. You know, this takes time. It's not a, it's not necessarily quick. It doesn't sound easy, does it? No. no. But I think if you think, you know, if you think yeah. about a friend of yours uh, who's maybe struggling with anxiety, struggling with stress. Mm-hmm. What are you going to say to him? You're going to say, just deal with it. Just you know, you, you know, we're not. We're going to kind of try and be be kind of thoughtful. We're going to be considerate. Just acknowledge that there is a stress. Kind mm-hmm. of help them along that way. And I think one of the things that we tend to do with our own bad feelings is we try to kind of ignore them. We try to push them back. 
So it's like you've, it's like if you've got a door uh, and there's a tidal wave behind the door and you're pushing this door trying to stop a tidal wave um, or just a big wave or a lot of water, uh, the pressure builds up and up mm. to the point that it becomes really difficult to contain it. And I hear lots of people, lots of clients in the mm. past talking yeah. about they bottle all this stuff up and the pressure gets stronger and stronger. And what we need to do is maybe just open the door and let the water through. Uh, and then basically once it's through, you know, suddenly it, that pressure's left behind. We don't, mm. we don't have to fight it. The more you fight something, the more the pressure builds up. Sometimes so, just mm. kind of acknowledging that it's there and actually just experiencing the emotion and even breathing into it sometimes, right. we can let that emotion pass. And there are many different kind of techniques around uh, breathing with emotions. Actually breathe through the emotion rather than try and fight it. It's like you ride that wave, like a surfer riding the wave of the emotion. So rather than, okay, we talked about avoidance earlier on, didn't we? So rather than kind of walking away from it, moving away from the thing that might be distressing or difficult, you move towards it? Well, it's not that you necessarily move, well, I don't know about moving towards it, but accepting that it's there, giving it space. So space in part of the experience. So rather than your whole experience being the struggle, Mm -hmm. you just allow that feeling to have space so as not just having a struggle it means that you allow yourself the experience to be able to kind of move towards the things that are important to you as well yeah. and this is a difficult concept and yeah. i think you know the acceptance like i said with a mm. friend mm. if a friend's struggling what we want to do is show them compassion mm. and it's about showing yourself compassion so accepting there is this feeling and i'm going to be compassionate i'm going to acknowledge these feelings there i'm not going to fight it also acknowledging that you know these feelings come in our body for a purpose. Yeah. If we have anxiety, your body's trying to do something useful. Mm-hmm. Like you know that anxious response, the fear response. At mm-hmm. some point, was about preserving your life. Yeah. yeah. So I think also just internally, um, sometimes thinking, okay, I want to thank myself in a way for having my body giving me this feeling because it's mm-hmm. trying to help me. Interesting. And also just acknowledging that you know at some point maybe this had a purpose, maybe it doesn't have a purpose now. Mm-hmm. Which isn't totally in yeah. sense therapy, but some of the ways that I've kind of looked at mm-hmm. things myself is sort of, mm-hmm. you know, knowing that every feeling, however bad it might feel, at some level maybe has a positive function or intention behind it. Yeah. It hasn't started for no reason. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. And also I'm sort of interested, I'm quite interested in the idea that so with uh, with ACT or ACT, it's usually called ACT, isn't it? Um, the focus is not so much on what happened, why did it happen, you know, why am I having this feeling, so it's not really looking back into the past. It's also not so much looking forward into the future, is it? It's more in, in the sort of dealing with it in the moment, is Well, I think right? there is the element of looking to the future, because okay. a lot of it is about what's important to you. Right. So you're focused okay. on goals, like what you know, and, and one other exercise might be, um, if you were to imagine an epitaph, like what would you want people to have remembered about you? Mm-hmm. You wouldn't want them to have just remembered you know, so-and-so managed to deal with his anxiety all his life. It'd be more like so-and-so, you know, was a passionate person, was someone who, you know, you think about what are the qualities you'd like to be remembered for? Mm-hmm. And the qualities that maybe the anxiety, the stress, at some level you've been so absorbed in that you're not focused on those things that actually really are important to you. So this mm-hmm. is focus about mm-hmm. how you want to be. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I can't quite remember the quote, but there's a quote from the Dalai Lama, which was something that just came to mind now, I try and remember it. Mm-hmm. It's something like, you are now what you were, you are in the future, or what you will be is what you do now. So what you do now is what you essentially will create yourself. You can create how you want to be right from now. 
we have to know that you know the past is the past, but actually it's we can create the future how you want to be remembered, how you want to be is something that we can become right now, and it's what we do in this moment. So I mean, it's kind of quite a positive um, view of people's people's ability to kind of lean into or you know, uh, as you say, accept their suffering, so to speak. Yeah? It's this idea that you know we can all do that. We all have the capacity to do that. Yeah, and and it's, there's a lot more involved in what we can get into in mm. this podcast. But I think mm. part of it as well is is that as humans we have a unique way of experiencing anxiety and stress mm. because you know animals don't because we experience it in this way because we we don't just experience these these sensations and the feelings. Mm. We symbolically represent it with language and symbols and images in our minds, and we start to kind of get fearful of the fear itself we we talk to ourselves we kind of think well if i do this then this will happen if mm. uh, if i went to the party if i go to the party then i'll feel anxious mm. so there's a symbolic representation yeah. whereas mm. if i say mm. i go to the party and i'll feel anxious the two things might go together but the anxiety doesn't need to prevent you mm. whereas sometimes in our internal language we say i can't go to the party because i feel anxious yeah Mm-hmm. Rather than just accepting, I go to the party, or I can go to the party and feel anxious. Join them together. So part of it is diffusing the fact that we fused, we fuse together the symbolic representation and the language with the feeling itself. Yeah. So trying to separate that. That makes sense. And then yeah. the other part as well is um, like mindfulness techniques. And again, something we can't really explore too much today because there isn't time in the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of mindfulness, mm-hmm. mindfulness is very important in terms of being more in the now, in the moment. So acknowledging that we do have thoughts, we have feelings. But those feelings are not us. Those thoughts are not us. They don't define us. No, they don't define us. So it's like, you know, I might have a thought. You might think, that's a bad thought. I'm a bad person. Mm. But the thought is not you. The thought is part of your experience. It's part of your passing experience. Mm -hmm. And as we said, you know, what we do now essentially determines who we will be in the future. So changing, we can change that experience now. We can change our behaviours. We can have thoughts that we might judge. We might put labels on as being bad. But just in knowing that those are just thoughts, they're mm-hmm. thoughts that have come into my mind. And almost, you know, sometimes I like to think of seeing those thoughts as, as just thoughts in front of me, like passing mm-hmm. clouds, mm-hmm. or just the emotions, rather than think, oh, I'm being anxious, is noticing I have this sensation in my stomach of tingling or butterflies or whatever it might be, and just noticing that's the sensation, and then there's the label of anxiety, yeah. so trying to step back from that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... Just sort of on a practical level, how, what kind of activities or what kind of exercises would you do with um, somebody if you were working in that kind of model? Well, um, as you kind of said, there's, there's not is, is too much time to, yeah. there's not so much time to go into it, but it's yeah. a combination of, uh-huh. and ultimately it's really about being able to move in life in the direction you want to move towards right. without getting hooked by those thoughts and feelings that prevented you right. so ultimately it's about giving you freedom to move towards becoming who you want to be or having the, the things that are important to you in life mm-hmm. so creating those values so living a valued life right. so it's about focusing on those values in life and learning ways to move there even though there might be anxiety stress or other feelings not letting them hold you back so part of it is focusing on, on what you, you know, what your values are. Mm-hmm. 
And then part of it is maybe mindfulness techniques, maybe ways of, of learning to represent some of those thoughts. So like I said, rather than saying, you know, thoughts where, you know, I've got anxiety, that means I can't go to the party, changing even the language. So mm-hmm. I've got anxiety and I go to the party. Yeah. So just acknowledging that one thing doesn't necessarily prevent you. Great. Yeah. interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and then there are different techniques which are also used in CBT, so elements mm-hmm. of exposure. So right. essentially where you might, in the session, imagine going into situations or put yourself in situations where um, that in the past you might have avoided them because of the feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's some slight difference with CBT. Uh, with, with ACT, it seems to be more that... You're, you're, you're basically wanting, not trying to regulate those emotions as you go into the experience, but you step into that experience, notice the emotion and work mindfully noticing it. So just being aware of the sensations, aware of the thoughts without trying to regulate them. Hmm. Good. Yeah, that sounds very interesting. And how do you think we can apply this to sort of what we would, uh, in, in, in thinking about relationships? How would that be relevant, do you think? Well, what I mean, can we learn from, from ACT and, and, and applying it to relationships? It might be a bit uh, too big, this question for now. But well, yeah, and actually one thing that came up, we were talking about the other day and mm-hmm. kind of got into a bit of a discussion, lively discussion, <laughs> was, what well, you know, during a pandemic, um, people were stuck together. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, in reality, there, there, there is the thing where, you know, we, we, in relationships, it can be really healthy to have space and independence. Mm-hmm. But I think one of the things as well in lockdown is, you know, there wasn't that choice. And it's like I was talking about, if you have a chair, you can throw the chair out. Yeah. But if you were in lockdown, you couldn't throw your partner out into the bin. <laughs> might have wanted to sometimes. Yeah. You might have wanted to. So I think, you know, it's again knowing, mm-hmm. one of the key things is knowing what you have control over and what you don't. Yeah. And the things that you don't have control over is learn to accept mm-hmm. and have compassion towards. So I think, you know, there are situations where it's like learning, actually, you know, this is the situation and learning a different way of looking at it with acceptance is that, mm-hmm. you know, I, and I think a lot of the time to me and quite a lot of therapeutic approaches that there is this underlying theory that, you know, you, it's important that you have this and this, like mm-hmm. independence and togetherness, which I see as a really good principle. Yeah. But depending on the situation in life, some of these things may not be possible. Sure. You know, so I think it's also learning that, you know, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's maybe desirable, but it's not that you have to have that. And I think the thing is, when you feel you have to have something, it feels like when you don't have it, there's this pressure. Mm-hmm. And I think it's learning to accept that this is okay and this is okay. Yeah. That, you know, there are situations where, like in lockdown, being together all the time, mm-hmm. you know, maybe, Sometimes that belief, I need my space, I need my space, is what causes the problem. Yeah. But actually being able to just sit there, give it space, give the space within the fact yeah, you're together yeah, yeah, to think. And, and I think in some ways I see that, to me, is it's some of the principles of, of Buddhism and other things with that. Mm. is almost moving, for me it feels like it's moving to a higher level where actually we don't have to be restricted by rules of mm. I have to have space, I don't have space. It's more of just being able to accept and have compassion towards the situation we're in, in situations we can't control. Yeah, good. Okay. But of course, that doesn't mean accepting situations where yeah. we're being abused or something. Well, this no, is more, exactly. I yeah. think this is really important, yeah. isn't it, to, to highlight that that doesn't mean that you have to put up with everything and just yeah. accept everything. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 But, it, yeah. but it's realising, you know, just being able to have that ability 
to not have to have certain things where we would feel kind of restricted or where we feel mm-hmm. those words that have to or should or, you know, yeah. those the, the words that, again, often kind of make us feel this pressure. Yeah. But just being able to kind of give space to the situation and just be in that situation, mm-hmm. um, I, I think it can be very freeing. Yeah, sounds interesting. Great. Good. Well, I think we've um, we've we've talked for enough today, so uh, we're going to get to to the end of the podcast. Unless there's anything you'd like to add? No, I think uh, I think there's some food for thought here. So yeah, something interesting to read up on. I have to read a bit more about ACT. Sounds interesting. Yeah. Great, and uh, we hope that you've enjoyed this podcast. If you haven't already, please subscribe and please share it with a friend. Yeah, it would be really great. So yeah, if, if just one friend you can share it with, that would be really appreciated by us. And. We look forward to seeing you next week in our next episode. Yeah, bye. Bye.